bedroom episode. No, 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 not with that beanie. Hi, everyone. We are back with the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. What episode is it? I always forget. Can't keep track. Numbers aren't my strong suit. I think suit. it's 17 or 18 now. I feel like it's 18. Um, so we're back with another episode. We have a lot of fun subjects to cover today. We're a little bit slow. We're a, yeah. We're, we're a, a lot of bit slow. We're real, we almost put this off until tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, today's the 5th of July, which means yesterday was the 4th today of July. Today was not my shining moment. And honestly, guys, like, I'm just going to give a full disclaimer, like, <laughs> This might be a half-assed show. This might be a little half-assed. We're in bed. We're hungover. We're literally podcasting in bed. It's um. You're not hungover. You had like one sip. No, but I'm, I'm slow. Hungover. And like when you're when you when you're hungover, I'm hungover because like at, when you go to bed when you're drunk, you you roll around all night and like whip and flail and and it keeps me up all night. Yeah, so. I I definitely drank a little bit too much last night. I'm feeling it. Um, I do not feel good. I felt like shit all day. Um, I did not have my hangover cure handy, which I'll do a blog post on this week or next. Um, so there's a giveaway right now on the Skinny Confidential. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it. It is for $2,500 worth of my favorite beauty products. Um, some amazing stuff is in there. And there's like a Clarisonic and a, what's a new face? It's like a facial like massager for lymphatic drainage and massage. Anyway, there's a huge giveaway. And one of the stipulations to win is to rate and review our podcast. So if this has brought you any kind of value, please tell your friends. Let them know about the giveaway. Um, podcasting is new to a lot of different people, so it's fun to spread the word. Yeah, and the reviews so far have been really awesome. Phenomenal. I'm Amazing. super pumped on them. So Michael's going to tattoo them on his ass. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you, if, you if, can, we can, if we can fit them all. My ass is looking pretty tight these days. I've been, it is I've, been, looking, I've been working out. Your ass is looking really tight these days. Um, so, anyways, um, rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Um, you can also send your questions into podcasting or podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com. Still a little slow, aren't you? I'm a little slow. I'm not going to lie. I can't lie. So, we have kind of like a short week this week. Because obviously it's a, the the holiday made it a four day week, and then this Friday and today didn't count since I moved like a sloth. I actually got a lot of shit done. Today. So did I. It was weird. Yeah, so, and you know what? It's funny because you ride my vibe. No, nobody anticipated. When I say nobody, I mean you and I. That when we signed on to podcast, that we would have to do them even on hungover days. Like so, today's Tuesday. I, you're not it, hungover though. No, no, I'm a little slow because we drank. You pick up on my energy. Yeah, maybe, but no, I'm I'm a little hungover because me and your dad were taking down some margaritas, um, but you were just on a different. You were like much. Different I was than on me. a different planet because what I did, what I did wrong, is I was drinking margaritas and tequila, which was fine, and I was like having a good like time, and then I decided to have a glass of champagne. Well, you switched to champagne, and then you and your friends started, um, jabbering about God knows what, and I took a power nap while you guys were talking. And oh, then I was so boring. You guys, he took a nap on 4th of July. No, I had to take a power nap. And you guys were, I don't know what you're talking about, but it was boring me. Okay, um, well, I was There's a lot of drama. And I, I took a nap and I woke up there refreshed. There wasn't any drama. Like, it was, like the, it. it was the For, least drama-free time Whenever I see three women speaking, I feel like there's some, some there was drama. There was no drama, you guys. We, we made him go to a Mexican restaurant with three women. And then I got buzzed up and told him that he had never taken me to see fireworks. Yeah, but well, yeah, this, which was absurd because you've seen fireworks literally every year with me for the last eight years. But so, anyways, this is a short week because we 
you know, we only have four days, but then on Friday, we are going up to LA for the weekend. And we're, we're really excited for Friday because as you know, if you listened last week, we uh, recently made our partnership with Podcast One official. Podcast One is the, the new podcast the network. The OGs that we're are coming back. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? The OGs, the Bare Naked Cucumber and Jordan. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. So, we're going to go up to LA this Friday. And finally, which I'm very excited now, it's like I wish I had a drum roll sound effect. And maybe on Friday I'll be able to get sound effects. Is we're, we're actually. I don't want to give you sound effects. We're, yeah, I, I, God, I'm going to hope. No, no, but no. But no, we no. actually have a studio, like an official radio studio with like equipment and a producer. And like they have that, like that glass partition, right? And so we all get a record in there for the first one that we're uh, the first show that we're going to be recording in the actual studio. So I'm It'll excited be because I'm going to be I'm going to feel like Howard Stern. You're Are gonna, you going to have a sip of champagne? You're going to be like my Robin Quivers, right? And we're going to be no, no, no. You're my Robin. Quivers. Okay, whatever, however you want to do it. I'm going to just we're going to be like I'm officially Howard. official, um, which I'm excited Are about. Are you going to have a sip of champagne? Yeah, sure. But it's going to bring but I not, think the production oh. value of this show um, through the roof. We're going to have a place where we can actually can bring guests. Can you not move your hand in my face when you talk? No, I like to. I'm a big gesture. And oh um, we're excited about it. So Jordan and Taylor will be coming up there. I thought it'd be nice to bring them up there and kind of like round out the show. Right. So that like to show like, OK, we started from we're our living do... room and now we're in the studio. Yeah. Well, not yet, but we'll be. Yeah. I think that it'll be fun to bring them up. We're going to take them out to a nice lunch at the Ivy and kind of celebrate while we're up there. Um, or maybe we should go to our secret Italian spot. No, no, the Ivy's a good place to celebrate. It's like a trendy, like, they'll like that place. Okay. I'm excited, too, because I think um, Lauren and I are working on a new intro for the show, and I, I'm pumped, like, I'm hoping for some new music, some new, like, a, an official intro, like, you know, like, not like a game show intro, but like, Everyone know. wants you to get naked and dance to the intro. Well. Maybe you'll make that a costs, cameo. That costs YouTube. extra. Um, so, yeah, we're recording in a studio on Friday. It should be really fun. Follow along on Snapchat, at Lauren Everts and at Michael Bostick, so you can see the BTS. Um, 4th of July has left us with a dreadful hangover, especially me, but I'm not that embarrassed because Michael got wasted last week, which is a rare occurrence. Like it's as rare as seeing like a dinosaur's footprint. Like you, okay. So it was our date night. I take him to Craig's. Craig's is like this like hot spot in LA. It's a little, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's really good, but it's very trendy. It's, we like more retirement home vibes, but we do like Craig's. So we ran into a friend there and he proceeded to order a gin martini, which would have been fine, but he hadn't eaten. And then he ordered another one. And by the time I knew it, you were on your third martini, which is so weird. I was getting loose in Craig's. You were getting loose. It was like 9.30. It was past your bedtime, let's be honest. Um, and by the time our salad came, the first, like, our appetizers, you were, like, blacked. I basically had a, a gin salad. You had a gin salad. You were... They had, a, they had a lemon and a cucumber in it, so that counts. I didn't know what to do with you. I just couldn't even believe... He, he, is, he like, doesn't get drunk, you guys, ever. No, I used to... Uh, I used to back in my day... Which day. we'll get into later, but no, uh, I, lately I don't drink as much anymore. I just, I, I don't know, I've, I've like, I, I've lost the, the urge to drink so much later, but this, but this night I definitely had the urge. I had so some Michael old feelings surfacing. So Michael does this thing when he drinks too much, which is once in a blue moon, where he wakes up and he acts like everything's normal and wants to feel out the situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't do that for you. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I do that to trick myself in, out of the hangover. 
Okay, but you you act like you didn't do anything and that you weren't a yeah, slob. Yeah, but, but you think that that's for like your benefit. So let me. I'll I'll give some drinking tips here because oh, everyone can't wait to take drinking tips from someone I mean, who doesn't I, drink. No, no, I used to go pull out your scroll. I think okay. Listen, the reason I cannot drink so much anymore is because I think when I was younger, and this is fucked up to say maybe, but like me and my friends when we were younger used to get after it. And I think like we drank like, like get after it on naughty light no no but by the time we got to college or I remember, off ice. which i'll get into later as well I, I, there's a lot of stuff we're getting into later that i'm gonna get into now or zima um when we got to college we were in this fraternity me and weston my buddy chris and i remember the guy the older guys were like trying to haze me yeah and weston and chris and like they would feed us all these beers but like we've been drinking like that through high school which is really fucked up like we probably shouldn't have done that at the time so but by i, I think we did our college drinking in high school and then, like, it got even worse in college. So then now I have the hangovers of, like, a 65-year-old well, man. you ahead of the game? No, I'm not. I'm, now I'm done. Now I'm, like, I, I ruined myself. Now I wheel him in, in his wheelchair, and he gets his gin martini and his, uh, his uh, amuse-bouche, and then he's ready to leave. If there's any young people listening, just pace yourselves. Don't, don't turn out like me. You don't want a 55-year-old hangover at age 30. Anyway, so he was feeling out how bad he was in the morning, and he was pretty bad. You were drunk as a skunk. Well, um, so I don't feel that bad about my Fourth of July display. I but mean, why would any? Why would you feel bad? The only reason I feel bad is because it's so cliche to be hungover on the Fifth of July, and I hate cliches. So um, that's the only reason I feel bad. Um, so, anyways, what we did? It started off nice. We went and took a bike ride with Lauren's parents. We were running around all over bikes. Which can I just say that? I had so much fun riding bikes yesterday. I actually didn't do any work or anything. I just, like, let loose and rode bikes. I was listening to a podcast, though, while I was biking. But that was that's, like, for fun. Yes, yeah, so we went and had a couple margaritas. Everything was we, fine. We, rode, we got our bikes at this little boutique bike shop in Cardiff, and then we rode um, along the coastline, along the beach, to Las Olas, and they had the best shrimp you gotta tacos. explain what Las Olas is to people that aren't from here. It's a Mexican restaurant that makes bomb margaritas, and these shrimp tacos were insane. Yep. How good were those? Those were good. You almost bit off my dad's hand. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been I've been trying to get back in shape. I've been lifting some weights, and your dad Can tried you to... Can you not put it your, like that? Your dad tried to order a little tiny plate for us to share, and I was like, I don't think so, Bradley. Like, <laughs> I, I'm a man here. I need, some, I need my own plate. And so... He was he was kind of bummed on that because I, I think he wanted he, to just have a little splitsies and I was I was not splitsies? having that. Yeah. Okay, no. I was like, not this time, buddy. And uh, so then we went at, um met up with my friend Sean and Carly at Michael's parents' house, and that's when the champagne situation happened, and um, I got pretty loose. Yeah, when your hair's in your tortilla soup and you're falling asleep at the table, I, I call that pretty loose. Falling asleep at the table and I didn't order tortilla soup, so you're wrong. I ordered a tamale and chips and salsa and guacamole. Um, so, anyways, um, we let's get into it. You're just ready to get into it. You're yeah. done. You're a little, I'm, I'm you're a little bit a little slow. She's a little bit slow. All right, we're gonna get into it. This is probably gonna be a quicker show because we're we're pretty out of it. But um, Ben Rango on Instagram asks, I'd love to hear more about your college lives. I am currently in college and would love to know how you kept your shit together while in college. Ooh. <laughs> well, Rango, <laughs> um, I didn't t- I didn't keep my shit together. Uh, not Michael not even not close. Not even college. close. Which gives hope to everybody. Can because we just wait? Can we? If I can make this? it, anybody can. <laughs> that we 
were not dating in college. We were not together. No, you kept creeping around, and I had to keep you at bay. I was not creeping around, though. Like, there were crickets, so I don't know what you're talking that's about. That's true. <laughs> that's, there was no creeping on my end. I no, feel like the true. only end that was creeping was on your end. Yeah. Um, well, I was. Cre- I would say I was definitely creeping around in college. Yeah, so Michael went to All U of over a. the place. Yep. Went to U of A. I'm very scholarly. Shout out to my Wildcat friends, um, if you're listening. I went to U of A because I'm very scholarly. No, um, you were a partier. No, um, I was never, like, just so anyone out there listening, I was never a good student, never, ever, like, from kindergarten on. I was a B, C, D sometimes student. He used to flick off the teacher when we were 12. You mooned the principal. Um, I got suspended one time for mooning the principal. Actually, I didn't moon the principal. I found me and my buddies were down by the, um, in in sixth or seventh grade, we were down by the baseball court, and it was by the street. And cars would drive by at lunch, and we were we would moon them. And so, uh, one car got super pissed and went and told the principal. And um, I would have got out of it, but I had this one friend who I'm not going to mention because I'm still friends with them, and you know who you are if you're listening. Who started bawling, crying in the principal's office, and ratted on all of us. And so we got suspended for that. Okay, so you so college. So you, Michael and I, I went to San Diego State. Michael went to University of Arizona. We were not dating the entire time. Um, he was kind of a nightmare in college. I always... What do you mean I was a nightmare in college? I you, just You know. weren't even there. No, I just know how you are. You were a nightmare. You were like, I feel like you were all over the place. You, no offense, like, you were everything I wouldn't have dated. Like, you were a frat guy. Like, you were doing keg stands. Like, no. Well, first, anybody, if anybody's been to, to U of A or to Tucson in general, you'll know that there's absolutely nothing to do out there between the ages of 18 and 20 besides join a fraternity because... There's literally nothing going on. Um, I say this with all the love in my heart for, in Tucson, but God damn it, that place is is boring. Um, so there was nothing to do, right? So we you got there. You could go see Cherry at the strip club. We got there and – good old Cherry. Um, <laughs> no, so we got there and there was nothing to do but join a fraternity. So we joined the fraternity. I was a SAE. And um, you just – when you get there, you just kind of do what – you do in fraternities, which is party, I guess. Yeah, so I met him on his... No, I didn't meet him. I've known him since he was 10. But I we rekindled our flame when he was in his third year of college. You ended up graduating early and coming back to San Diego. I want to make a note on that because graduating early makes me sound super smart. I was not... The, he learned to hack the system. I was not the best student, and I've never been, like I said... But like Lauren said, I learned how to hack the system or I learned how to game the system, meaning like I learned how to get my credits in order. I learned what summer classes to take. I learned the easiest angles. I learned what classes I could coast by on. Sounds like. (laughs) And then when I figured all that out, I got the fuck out of there. I got the degree and left. And I would just make a mention like some some people watch me on Snapchat and they 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 think I'm anti-college. I am not anti-college, but I'm not for college for everyone, meaning I think that you can get some useful experience. I think accumulating a shitload of student debt is on your own. For is, instance, is a mess. I did not have to go to college. No, there was no reason for me to go to college. No, I mean, you listen. You get some. You get some good life experiences. Like I learned a lot of independence in college. I learned how to take care of myself on my own. I was in a different state. I was away from people. Did you? Yeah, I did. No, and then I, you know, I, st- I learned how to game some systems. You learn how to work with people. How to da 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 da. But if I had to get out of college and have a shit ton of student debt 
without knowing what professional field I wanted to go into, what knowing what I know now, I wouldn't do it. So if, if anybody's out there, a young guy listening, young girl, and you're getting pressured to go to college just to go to college, and they're telling you to get a shitload of debt before you go, really think long and hard about it. There's nothing wrong with taking a year off and seeing if you can get some work experience before. Um, everything I studied in college, I'll, I studied, I'll tell you what I said. I studied regional development and business management. Obviously, I use the business management skill, but regional do you development. Use it? Do you use the skills that you learned? I was in a fucking water planning class. Me and Weston were in there together. Uh, Wes and I, and we just, we looked at each other like, what the hell are we going to use this for? And and honestly, we have not used it ever. Well, so I just think, you know, there's, there, there's, there's, there's pros and cons of college. I'm not advocating for or against. I'm saying really just consider what you learned how to build a into. good slip and slide. What are you talking about? At jungle party. Oh yeah, that, well, I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I have a good story. This may be, this is maybe useful for business. So when I joined the fraternity... And I was a pledge. That sucked. And I realized that I hated doing that stuff and taking orders from other people, which still to this day I don't like doing. But I figured out to be an officer in the fraternity so that I could get the pledges, which could basic, were basically my employees back in the day. And um, I used them to get me things, build me things, bring me things, get food, get booze. And I like kind of like was running a mini little fraternity company at the time. Oh, which was kind of cool. Learned how to manage some people. I bet that that's that's not that useful though. My college experience was the exact opposite of Michael's. Um, I went to San Diego State. I tried to join a sorority because it was the thing that you were supposed to do, and quickly learned that I don't like to do the thing that you're supposed to do ever. Whenever I feel that I'm supposed to do something because of society, I rebel. So anyway, so I went to Rush, and I had to go to 10 houses to make it in any sorority, and I ended up going to two, cutting the time in half at one and going in my car and reading Us Weekly and taking a nap. Well, that's true. At Rush. So I took my nap in my car and ended up getting in the sorority, and went to one meeting and found out I had to pay $800 a semester and never went back. <laughs> I just, I don't understand the point of paying $800 to, and and maybe you guys can tell me differently, but for me it was like pay $800 for almost friends. So what I ended up doing, and I would recommend this to any college student that doesn't want to be in a sorority, is I worked at a restaurant. And it was like Vanderpump Rules. Um, I had, like, my own, like, clique of friends there and ended up meeting my, at the time, boyfriend who was a surfer. Um, And I made my own little group, I guess, sorority at at my restaurant where I work. So I would come to school and just get my work done and leave, come in with my briefcase, leave with my briefcase. I got A's and B's, but I was so unstimulated and so bored and nothing challenged me. And I'm not saying that, like, nothing challenged me like I'm so smart. I just didn't feel challenged. And I was just doing what society told me to do. And that is when the idea of the Skinny Confidential came about. I was just going to jump in and say that because I think we sound kind of anti-college here. And I think even – I think I sound I'm like – I'm anti-college for me. I, sh- I did not And I think college. that I sound like all I did was, like – Fuck off. Fuck off and party. <laughs> you did. But, but no, but really – I would say that, as Lauren said, she had the idea and came up with the Skinny Confidential by being in college and being exposed to those opportunities. And also, while I was in college, I 
you know, I forgot to mention, I ended up remodeling my first home uh, and I thought I was studying real estate at the time. And I ended up renting part of the place out to some of my uh, college friends who were ultimately my roommates. So I got a lot of work experience there. I, I, I did like a couple hundred thousand dollar redevelop on this. So I learned all this while in college. I learned how to communicate with people. There's there's definitely useful skills you can get from college. And, and to answer the question of how Just, to keep your shit together, because that's the that's the, the, the whole thing here, is I would say... Just learn how to get through it, learn how to work with people, learn how to manage your time and yourself. And like, don't expect some huge opportunity like while you're in college, but maybe set yourself up to prepare yourself for, for what your life's going to um, have to offer after. Here's the worst thing you can do is think that by going to college that when you graduate college, there's going to be this job that's this amazing paying job with the view of Fifth Ave um, waiting for you at the end of the tunnel. Cause there's not, you have to create it. You have to create your destiny. You have to create your future. Um, like I said, I had the idea of this going to be confidential while I was at college. I remember being in line at Starbucks and there was nothing to eat healthy on campus. And so I started modifying everything. I would, I would go and get like the protein box at Starbucks and eat the egg. And then I would use cinnamon as sweetener in my coffee. And, and I would go to Rubio's and, Instead of getting tacos, I would get lettuce cups. So I started doing this and I was looking around and I was like, damn it, there are so many sorority girls here. There's like there's like 20,000 women on campus or something crazy like that and no healthy options. How can I reach all these women? And that's when the idea of a platform that could reach the world came to mind. So the college definitely did set that in motion for me, but... I just was not invested in it, and I was just really bored and unstimulated, and I feel like I learned more life advice from cocktail waitressing um, my way through college. No, and on that note, just to give some value to this question, because I want to, um, like Lauren said, don't expect just because you've gone to college and you have a degree that you're going to get out and you're going to get some amazing golden job. Uh, For me personally, as an employer, I would hire the person with some real-life work experience 10 times over the person that's just getting out of school. We've done that. Yeah. Um, It's what's, what's more like what's more useful to your business. Hey, somebody that comes in has worked in the field for the last four or five years or somebody that went to school and had people tell them about it for the last four or five years. So I would say in order to get that experience, maybe think while you're in college to get some sort of part-time job an internship, get some real life experience. Don't just come out with your diploma in your hands and think, Oh, the world's going to be handed to me now. Cause that is just not the case. Yeah. You got to work for it. All right. Next question. Okay. I'm literally chugging a huge mason jar full of water with ice because I'm so hungover with my absorbic acid in it. You need this. Okay. Marty Jennifer asks, I would love to hear more about the places in LA I live here and you guys always seem to find fun restaurants and coffee shops. Well, we find them on retirementhome.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael and I have a very specific taste when it comes to restaurants and coffee shops. Well, I keep it super simple. You just, I go where the good food is. I don't, I don't really look for trendy. We don't really. We like ambiance though. We're about ambiance. Yeah, I like ambiance. But I mean, if you can, if you find a place in LA that's been there for 20, 30 years, go there because the, the re, it's the reason it's still there is because of the food. I mean, there's so many places in LA that open and close. This is, goes for anywhere though. I mean, I like the Beverly Hills Hotel because it it's kind of bougie and it's it's it reminds me of like Elizabeth Taylor. I love 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 that generation. So anything that has to do with that I love. I love like the Ivy 
Um, for coffee shops, we're just going to be a basic bitch here and say Alfred's, and that's only because I just they make an amazing almond milk cappuccino. Well, because it's like two blocks from our house. Yeah. Um, I also, what else do we like to eat? We have this little secret Italian place that we'll tell you guys. We have to tell them. It's called, it's called La Conda Veneta. Yeah, and we get Dover Sole with capers and lemon and a glass of rosé and always start with the caprese salad. We also like the beef carpaccio there. Um, and then... Where else do we go in LA? Uh, okay, what's so our, Beverly my Hills Hotel, Jones on Third. I like to go to the Four Seasons for breakfast. Sometimes I like to go to Medeo's. I like to go to Craig's. We want to try Fred's, um, which is in Barney's. You want to try Fred's? I'm like, okay. What's Gabby cooking? Um, my blogger friend just took us to what was that restaurant called? It was cute. It was Underground. Do you know the name? No. Crap. I'll get it from from her. Um, and then there's another restaurant that we're missing. Oh, my grandma is all about the Hotel Bel Air, and um, we're going to bring her up to L.A. and take her there. These are bougie places, though. Like, I mean, you could go to, like, you do the typical sugar fish. You could do... They're not, like, they're not, like, rich places. They're just, like, they're, when he says bougie, he means, like, kind of old school, like, old Hollywood. Yeah, these are not hip places, so if you're looking for hip places, like, honestly, we I don't, don't know, know about Lauren, but I'm the wrong, I'm the wrong dude. No, yeah, you are ask every time i get invited to those places i'm just like eh. yeah we like we like older crowd medeo is really good try medeo that's kind of like a not so... jones on third has the best damn blt ever at avocado though that was not such like a jam-packed question that's kind of yeah there's a lot going on all right i think this is the last question for tonight and then um we're gonna have to crash Okay, it's from Brooke Adams 5, and she says, I'm curious if you can both talk about who manages the finances. <clears throat> What's in your throat? Nothing. What? So, yeah, we could talk about this. Um, this, is a, this is a question that a lot of people ask. Yeah, we can, we've, we've been kind of hesitant to answer this question, but we're going we're gonna to get into it now that we're on episode 17, 18. So what's interesting is in terms of managing the finances – I don't think there's a designated role of who manages. So the way that I'm going to, I'm going to take credit for this actually. Whoa, that's weird. You're going to take credit for something. When Lauren first started her blog before she had ever run a business, I said, I want to, I want to set you up with your own company. So the skinny confidential is its own business. It's owned solely by Lauren trademark, trademark, her company, whatever she does through there is her business, none of mine. I consult with her on it. Like I help with whatever advice she wants. Um, until recently, I haven't like I didn't step more into the business. But the finances of the Skinny Confidential business, those are Lauren's decisions, and I leave those to her. And I think that it's really important that she has that. And then for me, I have my own businesses that I manage myself as well. And then more recently, we have a joint business together. Um, that we call MB and LB Enterprises. She jumped the gun and put uh, LB at the end for Bostic because we're getting married. So um, we we kind of contributed that. To what get... about Pixie Bean? Well, that's another company. We have we... A, we have a company called Pixie Bean too, where we share finances in that too. So, but to to back it up, what we do, Lauren has her companies, I have mine, and then we have some joint ones. Um, in term, we're in a unique situation where we both uh, make a living um, separate of each other, and so. When, when it comes to the management of the household, we made a decision like, okay, let's not, let's make it simple where we just split the rent or the payment or the whatever it is, 50-50 down the middle. She takes care of her car. I take care of mine. But we kind of make it a non-issue. Sometimes when 
we're somewhere and I've planned it, I'll, I'll pick up the tab. Sometimes she picks up the tab. I find myself picking up the tab a lot, a little bit more when we're running around. But um, yeah, we I may- push the tab towards him. You know what I'll, I will say though? The, my number one thing about money, and I've always been like this, and is just don't be greedy. Yeah, I've never been greedy. Like I, I believe that if you want to make money, you have to spend money. And I also believe that when you spend money, it makes you want to make more money. So I'm not greedy with money. I'm not. I'm almost to the point where what's the opposite of greedy? Giving? No, not giving. Not giving. Um, that's not what I'm looking for. No, I'm looking for a word that's like, I I'm a little bit too like it's I, it's like hurting me. <laughs> yeah. Well, recently, we've actually had to step into to um, have a management not discussion. Not the best with money, guys. No. Lauren thinks that if she gets $10, that she has 100 Yeah. I'm learning, though. I'm saving. I just started saving because of my grandma. Remember, she told me to put 10% of my income away? No, that was me on that show with your grandma. No, that was my grandma. Don't take credit for the nans. Play the tapes back. You will. I will. Me. I will. But, no, so we, we kind of try to make it a non-issue. I mean, money is important. I don't think it's the most important thing. It's also for, fleeting. For us, yeah. It's, it comes and goes. We um we try to just get as much enjoyment out of life as possible. We don't we we try not to make it like you're paying for this, I'm paying for that. If somebody not so serious. If somebody bought something in the house, we make it ours, not theirs. Like we we're just we're very like sharing with each other. Um, I think when we get married, probably most people would say like, okay, you're gonna sign like this or sign that. Like when he's not looking, I I like steal money out of his wallet. Just kidding. Yeah, well. Uh, that's one of my favorite hobbies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that the best advice I can give anyone is don't create such an attachment to money. Yeah, when it, but when it comes to, I agree, but when it comes to like who manages the finances of the house, there's not really like one person who's sitting there managing the finances. I mean, we kind of just split it 50-50. And if... If one month one person pays more, or one per, one the other person pays more, like we don't really make or it an issue. Or spends too much, like if someone spends too much, me, I get yelled at. But I've been better lately. Yeah, um, she has been better. I've been better. Um, I grew up, I grew up very very normal and and um, in a humble environment, and I grew up around a lot of people with a lot of money. So. Um, you know, while everyone was getting brand new BMWs and Mercedes, I was getting, you know, a used car, which was totally fine. And I have to say, I'm so happy with the way I grew up because I think that it hasn't made money such an issue. Um, I had to work. I wanted a Lexus. I remember when I was in high school, everyone had brand new Lexuses and brand new BMWs. So I wanted a Lexus. So I literally worked at a boutique. I think five days a week for two years and saved up money and got a down payment and went in there and found a cosigner and got the Lexus that I wanted. I wanted a boob job when I was 18. So I saved my money from that same boutique, put it in a savings account. And the second that I graduated, I ended up, you know, going to a boob job doctor and putting the down payment down. Everything that I wanted, I had to make happen for myself. So that's kind of the way I've grown up. And I think that by growing up that way, I haven't had this huge attachment to money. And I agree. And I think all those are great things, but with that comes the other side of it where sometimes you don't pay attention to the money. Yeah. And I'm working on that. 
I'm going to make a list of things you have to work on tonight, and I'll make a list of things I have to work on, and that's one of them. You're planning on writing a dictionary tonight, or what? <laughs> I have to work on how I manage my hangover. Yeah. No, but uh, for anybody that's, like, wondering about, like, the, we don't, maybe we don't have such a typical situation, um, and I'm not saying that you should go with your significant other and, like, open companies or do that, but... Um, We're also business partners in yeah, a lot of things. which is, you know, as we've talked on this show, is is great and difficult. complicated and difficult and and it's complicated and, our relationships like a spider and scary web. and a mess and great There's a lot of different layers the best but also the worst say it's the best and the best but you. um i would say like w- one thing that i would really caution against is not making it so that one person is fully in control of the money or one person is full is not um i think a lot of issues come in you know i've had i've had women and men message me asking questions like this on snapchat and one i got a question one time from a woman saying listen this guy i'm with him he's buying me a car he's doing this but he's keeping he's doing that he's keeping in his name though the house is in his name and i said wait i said that doesn't that doesn't seem right i call that blood diamond yeah maybe don't when someone holds something over your head because and they make you do stuff that you don't want to do because they gave you something um don't be in a situation like that I don't care if you're a woman or a man or whatever. You do what you want to do on your own terms and buy your own stuff for yourself. You'll feel so much better about it. Or don't, but understand what comes with that territory. Let me tell you guys, too, when someone does something, you know, when someone spends a lot of money on you um, and they're trying to hold stuff over your head, it always comes with a price. Yeah, if I've ever bought Lauren anything in my life, which I have. You have? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I do it wholeheartedly with the intention of knowing that that is hers, that it was give like a gift. Like I don't I don't ever hold it over her head or come back to it and say like this was given to you or this was mine and it was your, now yeah, it's yours. Yeah, he doesn't do that. No, because I think that when you do that in a relationship, it's a it's a huge problem because you don't want somebody to feel subservient or feel like they're less than without you. And I think using finances or money to control another individual is a really slippery slope. So if you're in a relationship that is going that way, maybe have a discussion and say, listen, this is not going to be good for either of us. It just won't. Like, I've never seen that end well. And, you know, you don't want to be a wife or a husband, like, later in life that's just so miserable because you've been Scorned. controlled by money. Like, it's just not worth it. Like, you can, like I've said this from, from day one, you can live on less. You don't need that car. You don't need that jewelry. You don't need all that stuff. You don't need those clothes. Like, yeah, they're nice, but, like, I promise you, you're not going to give a shit at the end of your life. You're going to remember the times when you were happy. So just, you know, don't let money control you. Um, there's nothing more liberating, too, as a woman to be able to afford your own shit. Can everyone just, like, really think about that out there? There's nothing more liberating to be able to pick the car you want and pay for the insurance and have your own health insurance and pay for half the rent and step up to the plate and, 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 and just be your own person and not have to worry about anyone else but yourself. It's really liberating. And, um, I believe that any woman out there can create that destiny for herself if she wants it. Um, and I just want to say, Michael, that I am going to hold it over your head that I gave you half custody of my two chihuahuas. First of all, I own Boone P. I own Pixie 100%. You so we can split them 50-50. Mm, I feel like I'm 51. You can be 49. Well, All right. that's it for today. I need to go drink some absorbic acid and have a couple ALAs. 
Uh, I'll do a blog post on that hangover cure. It works. I don't know why I'm waiting until 9.30 at night to do it. Um, remember to subscribe, enter the giveaway on the Skinny Confidential, tell your friends, submit questions to Snapchat, and also you can submit questions to podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com, and you can use the hashtag AskHimAndHer on Twitter. We will see you guys Friday on Snapchat when we are recording at Podcast One. We're so excited, and we cannot wait to bring you along on this journey. It's really exciting for us to be able to share everything with you guys and bring you behind the scenes. Cheers, guys, and um, stay safe. Stay safe out there. I'm